of a turtle. Okay, good. Before the pod begins, Steve here. I just want to let you know we've started a Kofi page. I know what you're thinking. That's when the begging starts. But no, we're not doing it because we're chasing the Yankee dollar. We're doing it so we can continue to bring you the best guests and the best possible content. Listener individuality. It's new podcasting style. Guilty. Unorthodox. Sue me. We wouldn't do it without you guys, and we genuinely love every review, retweet, share, and rating you've given us. Trust, encouragement, reward, loyalty, satisfaction. If you feel like buying us a coffee or a tea, different drinks for different needs, then we're at co-fi.com slash outofofficepodcast. That's ko-fi.com slash outofofficepodcast. Fred Benton's. He's trying to get Laura Pub. What have you done? When you see someone look at a, 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 a little handicap. And that's the real quiz. That was the real quiz. Sperminate. <laughs> it's difficult to tell with the wheelchair ones. They're cracking up. All right, Steve. How are we doing, mate? Hi, mate. I'm What's going good. on? Yeah. I'm all good. I'm uh, What's looking forward past? to getting out in the... Uh, Support bubbles. Well, I was going to say what's been going on in your world. And yeah, I think that's about where everyone's at now. Bored of lockdown and ready to enjoy any, some garden parties. I don't know any people that live on their own, but I think I might just go and find someone. <laughs> not, for anything, not for anything sexual. It's not a sexual day. <laughs> oh, just, for, <laughs> just go and find someone just to stay in someone else's house. Yeah. Like going on holiday. What is the rule on that? Is it like if you've had a bit of a fallout with the wife, you can, you can go think, and go somewhere I think, else. I think that, is, I think that, I think that, that is it. Yeah. If um, if the other half's getting on your nerves, you're allowed to bin them off for a night, but only a night. Do you think, think. they'll make that a permanent rule or? Yeah. Sorry, love. Got to go. <laughs> Boris has told me. <laughs> Boris has sort of said, "I need to call yeah. off location." So, yeah. yeah. And this lad's got a really good like garden bar <laughs> so that's where i'll be I would, where would you stand on the garden bar probably on the floor next <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey come on there uh, go. you throw them up i'll knock them out uh um, yeah I, not for me no point no, I'm, I'm the same you see you see on twitter you know these amazing uh amazing structures and people have transformed their shed into a, a proper like sports bar or something they've got tvs yeah, but there's two ways of looking at this. One, how often are you going to use it? Because remember, we're in England. It rains a lot and, you know, it's not going to get that much use. And two, if you spend a lot of time in your shed, you've got to take a look at yourself. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. It's a shed. Say, so, says so a couple of guys who record, what, twice a week for a lot of hours a night in a, in a studio shed, effectively. So, Fair point. Yeah. But first sensible thing you've said today, uh, we can't put a price on friendship, so maybe well, that's what if, we should do. Let's just turn a shed are, into... any sponsors are listening, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the bunts. I'm more than happy to bin off Sam, yeah. Thanks for that. That's good. Good from <laughs> you. Can I? I'm gonna go and find a new podcast to call off in. <laughs> We've had a fallout. Uh, well, talking to new podcasts, that brings us very very well linked that's almost like we scripted that we didn't if anyone thinks this is scripted i mean they're, they're mad um yeah to uh the what the actual fuckers of the what the actual fuck uh this country podcast we've got pavo and neil tonight um Good lads. podcasting 
was I was going to say sort of podcasting legends, uh, but I, I was worried about making them sort of seem old timers. Not not in that yeah. sense. They've got you'll hear they've got lots of lots of fingers and lots of pies and uh, oh. genuinely bloody good blokes. Yeah, we're Very looking forward to having a, looking forward to having a chat with them. There's a lot of crossovers yeah. with this country. I think we'll I think we'll get some good nuggets of wisdom and uh, have a laugh while getting it done. Probably. All right. <laughs> All right. Should we bring him in? How are you guys? You're right. Yeah, yeah we're good. Well. We're good. Very yeah, well. we've had a busy day of podcasting, so it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 nice to have a sort of positive thing to do when all this shit is going on. You know. Yeah. Have you found um, it's sort of picked up's probably the wrong word, but maybe everyone's a bit more available as they're all sat on their asses at home. Very <laughs> much. <laughs> Everyone Very wants much. to chat. I've, I, it's weird how the people that like six months ago that I would try and get hold of are going, no, I was far too busy. Terribly sorry. But you messaged them in the last like 10 weeks. Yeah, we'd love to talk. We'd love to talk. We've got <laughs> nothing else to do. We'd love to talk. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, um, I mean, as, as you probably find with like some of the people like Jamie Carragher and Ralph Little and that, it's like all of a sudden there's sort of, there's more people are available and, like we had our Armando Iannucci and people like that. Yeah. And you think, oh, oh my God, there's no way we would have got them in normal. What an amazing guest. Yeah. It's incredible. Absolutely. One of, so absolute hero. One of our heroes. And yeah. it, I, I don't normally, well, I don't know about Neil, but I don't normally get nervous talking to people. I was shitting myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I just was, because he's, he's not just funny. He's like an intellectual as well, you know, and he, he's, He's a, a cut above, in our eyes anyway, or in my eyes, he's a cut above everybody. And you think, I just don't want to come over like this dickhead that doesn't know anything, you know? And yeah. I think I, yeah. I think I did that. I come Clever across like funny. a dickhead that knows nothing anyway. I don't worry about it. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> you're, you're in good company with us. We, we. I think uh, to be fair, it might even have become our almost a catchphrase or tagline. But a couple of divs, we just a couple of divs. Yeah, that's basically what we're known as now. So. Well, there you go. You could do another podcast and just call it that. A couple, a couple of, divs. of divs. There you go. I think I think Lucy called us a couple of. Is it a couple of lovable idiots or something like that? Something like really? that. Really, yeah. I'll, really. I'll take that. I tell you, she she was a get as well because I mean. I, I I love her. I absolutely love her. I mean, who couldn't who couldn't fall in love with Lucy Davis in the office? And everyone would like to get up at the crack of dawn, you know. But <laughs> she's just one of those people. I would love to chat to her, but I just don't think it's because I probably because I fancy her more than anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, the a office. Few, there's a few she, like that. She's genuinely so lovely, though. It's it's really weird because you know she's one of one of the stars of a show that we absolutely love and one of the biggest sitcoms ever. Mm. And she's, she was speaking to us as if, you know, if we'd known her forever, when really, we're just a couple of idiots. Yeah, but she genuinely, and you know, she came on our quiz on Sunday. Um, yeah, yeah that was brilliant coming on the she quiz. She still and... just keeps in touch, you know, we'll, we'll just every now and then, every couple of days, we'll just get a little DM from her asking how we are and, um just checking in and yeah incredible friend of the show it's a friend of the show but it's weird this this medium and i think that the 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 time that we live in everybody is accessible and so it makes people like ourselves that are normal if you like just normal everyday people that are you know we're not in the entertainment business as such but we get a chance i mean i don't know how you book guests but my my 
way of doing it is to troll Twitter and see who's on and who's hashtagging this country and then try and get them 27 seconds after they've done a tweet because yeah. then, then you know that they're on their phone. That's how, that's how <laughs> um, I noticed that Armando Renucci was on the phone and he just did a tweet and I, and I was here doing some editing. I thought, I'm going to get the bastard. Right, here we go. <laughs> so I tweeted him and said, oh, you know, you've, you've worked with Daisy. Would you like to be a guest on the podcast? Not thinking anything of it. I'm working away. All of a sudden, a little ding goes off in the corner of the screen saying, Armando Inucci is following you. And I went, holy shit. What? And so I thought to myself, what's the, what's the <laughs> etiquette for, for DMing somebody that's just, fo- you can't DM them straight away because that just looks desperate, you know? It's such a great shout. But I did. It? I just, just straight away. <laughs> straight away. Oh, hello, mate. How are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And he just came back straight away and said, um, uh, said, just said, you know, I'm, I'm busy at the moment, but you know, if you can message me back in like a month's time, then yeah, we'll, we'll, and it, I think five times, Neil, was it? We, we almost yeah. had it, I think. And it kept like, oh, terribly sorry. Can't do it. I've, I've got this. I've got that. So then when we got him, it was like, this is, this is like, what's that? We can stop now. Because this is it. We, we, we're never going to get higher than this, you know. And then, but then it's also I saw you got Jamie Carragher. I'm a massive Liverpool fan. Neil, not oh, so much. He's shame. a Spurs fan. But there you go. Oh. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, like this time last year, eh? But never mind. Um, Come on now. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. But anyway, um, oh, I can't remember what I was fucking saying. Oh, I was, I was, <laughs> You're right. But you're right. The, the Champions League again. Yeah, again. But uh, yeah, <laughs> very good. But we, I saw that you got Jamie Carragher, and then I'm jealous. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, they got Jamie Carragher. But that was a probably for Armando. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's over in the deal. corner. We, we never let him leave. <laughs> What's that, Armando? Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, we'll get. Um, but that was a great podcast. That was a great podcast. I really enjoyed that one with Jamie. I must admit, he's just he's a good good guy to chat to. We found that everyone has has genuinely been uh, really enjoyable, and, and we there's always a worry. I think you probably have the same dynamic of it's one TV show. At the end of the day, are you kind of it's is a different angle always going to be available, or are we all just going to repeat and repeat and repeat? But as soon as I think it's it's almost heartwarming to realise that your heroes from different fields actually love and adore the same show that we do and mm. have the same banter with their mates in the dressing rooms and things. I don't know. It's almost, um, I mean, I was really gutted actually that Jamie Carragher was such a nice guy as a United <laughs> fan. I wanted to hate him. But, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Oh, it came God. off and <laughs> bloody love him now. So it's a shame, <laughs> isn't it? Um, but it has been, it has been great. I think, uh, yeah, that's, uh, here's to lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the podcast fraternity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a strange thing. I'll let Neil say some things now. No, stitched him right up. It's funny, do you get do you find that your fans or your followers, whoever, whatever, do you find that they will tag people that you that they think would like to be on your show and then tag you in? Yes. We, we, we've got this. We've got, with our, because we do our, our quiz every Sunday night, we kind of, each week, more and more new people come in and we kind of slowly build in this little community, really. Um, and anyone that comes, they're more than welcome to join our WhatsApp group. So we've got a kind of out-of-office WhatsApp group where people come in and, you know, it's as you'd expect, you know, there's quotes just pretty much non-stop. Um, and what we've found is people from there will go out and they'll go, right, I'm going to go and nonce someone for you. Do you have a dream guest? I'd love Merchant. Merchant's yeah. the ultimate for me. I think 
Ricky is obvious. I mean, if Ricky wanted to come on, he's more than welcome. But <laughs> I think Too busy. the problem, the, I wouldn't say the problem, but he's so visible. That mm. he, he's, been asked the, he's been asked the same questions a million times, I bet. You know, he's a prolific podcaster. Um, and I think if I'm really honest, I think the Merchant Gervais kind of um, coupling is the best of both of them, really. I think they're, they're single projects since have been good and have been watchable, but nothing has come close to the office or even extras. So I think Merchant was a, was a large part of the writing of what makes Brent brilliant. So he would be the one that I'd want to really speak to. I mean, Lucy said um, when we spoke to her that she almost felt like he was reining Ricky in a little bit. You know, Ricky wanted to basically fuck about all day. Um, and Stephen kind of brought it together. What about you, Sam? What, what, who would be your dream guest? I think, um, I think Merchant for me would, would be big because I'm a massive XFM fan as well. So like all the podcasts and things. And I, I actually fell in love with Steve and his role in the dynamic of him, Steve and Carl of kind of being almost like the, the playground intermediary between Ricky's bullying of Carl. And, and I think Steve's one-liners and just some of the things that he says that probably go unnoticed really, because the two are just bickering that yeah. his, I, I actually think he, he, well, it's, it's pretty much fact, isn't it? He never, he never gets the credit for a lot of the stuff that he probably no. deserves. And I'd love to hear his side of the story of everything. Cause even during the, the kind of the golden years of the office, I think Merchant never picked up really the awards, did he? he? Never really did the speeches. It was always that was always kind of like the ongoing joke, and you felt like he was in on that, so it was probably all right. But I still think it'd be good to find out a bit more, whether we'd get the detail or not. I don't know, but, but he said it'd be it. He said it on XFM, didn't he? he said it a few times that um, you know if they if they found the the cure for cancer and all that, they'd invite everyone involved, not just <laughs> a spokesperson. Yeah, and it's like. Um, <laughs> You know, it's. I think. It, I think he probably wouldn't admit it, or he might admit it publicly. But I think deep down, it. it I get the impression that there's a little bit of resentment there, which is it would great on you, wouldn't it? It would great on yeah. you a little bit, sure. Yeah. It, it, it's all. It's always Ricky Gervais is the office. It's not, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, even, and look, if, even if Ricky's he is in the great, conversation, he's always second. Yeah, mm. and Ricky is obviously Brent is Ricky, so you have to. Yeah. You have to give him the credit for the performance. But the, I think that's where we've probably learned a lot more since then in terms of the writing and the actual skill of that. And it's actually probably fair to say that of this country, I think it's probably the only thing that really comes close to the, the pacing and the, the almost the mundaneness of a proper mockumentary that, that highlights real life. I don't think there's been anything really since that, that has got close to it, where they leave in bits that are just people just sitting around almost. It's, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And that's, that's what gives it its brilliance for me yeah i was going to say about Stephen merchant one of the reasons that i don't think he gets the uh the the kudos that he should is like especially the golden globes he was cut out of every photo because he was too <laughs> fucking tall so it's, all you saw was like him from the neck down and that was it <laughs> on all the photos so it's like have you seen his stand up when he talks about that i have yeah yeah, yeah. very good yeah yeah i mean they're, they're both very very talented people and i think it's that thing that to get, I'm gonna do that again. But, yeah. but together, <laughs> together they 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 fill in the gaps of the other person's um, yeah. talent, if you like. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but I, I, I I do agree what you're saying about um, this country. I think obviously the the obvious thing that everyone looks at when they say, "Oh, well, it's just like The Office," is because Curtin looks like. 
Gareth <laughs> and sounds like Gareth. Yeah. And I can remember somebody when series two came out, I think um, somebody on Twitter absolutely said, this country is a pile of shit. It's just a copy of the office. They've even got somebody that looks like Gareth Keenan on it. And he got absolutely blasted. People are going, you've not even seen it. It's nothing like it. But if you look at it, if you're just looking at clips or whatever, because he looks so similar, everyone's going to say straight away, it's a mockumentary. He's, yeah. He talks like Gareth. He looks like Gareth. And everyone all of a sudden jumps on it saying, well, it's supposed to be, it's just like, the it's the same style. It is. It's, it's about how mundane life is instead of in an office it's how mundane life is in a village and the fact that every day is exactly the same and it doesn't matter what you do it's just going to always be the same and that's exactly what the office was there are deeper elements to it as well that i think um almost like a the social side and the actual um not politically i guess but almost like a a snapshot of our time almost the office had deeper themes in terms of brent sort of craving of being loved and his dynamic of that and and i think this country plays on some similar kind of um uh, issues really where uh, they, they're all the little kind of snapshots isn't it of unemployment and and things mm-hmm. like that and yeah, it's I nice see a lot of, i see a lot of brent and kerry i think she's got that <laughs> same kind of yearning to not even necessarily be liked or loved but to be feared and just she just wants to be famous or infamous in some yeah. description and not <laughs> not not globally or you know world famous like gervais and brent or but she wants to just around the around the village she's just, just in her village know, to she know wants, she is yeah she or wants if, the local n- notoriety doesn't she, just, she that's it, that. yeah, yeah. That's i exactly. just want to see it. i just want to see her walking down the street going eh, 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 eh. <laughs> 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 i'd love that <laughs> they missed a trick there Right, let's get that sorted out. <laughs> yeah, let's we do can, it. We can make that let's, happen, I'm sure. Yeah, make I it think... happen, aka for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true of villagers. So everyone has villagers have their kind of. I mean, uh, you guys are from the area. I, I grew up yeah. in um, in Borton on the Water. I went to school around there, and um, I was actually a regular at Kingham Station where they were in series. Uh, there you later. go. So yeah, yeah. Uh, seeing it on the telly, he's like, oh my god, it's on the fucking telly. <laughs> is, that, um, is that where? He, is that where? Loves the shoe on the train. On, yeah. I, was, I was in pieces at that. <laughs> so good. Oh, oh, mate. Again, just... so, so real. <laughs> Could genuinely happen. Love it. It is. But again, like you were saying, it's like everybody knows a big Mandy. Yeah. You know, everybody knows a Len. The same yeah. as if you've worked in an office, everybody knows a Gareth. Yeah. You know, everybody knows somebody like that. And, and that's why that's the in is because everybody can go. Same as I think like, like Peter Kay's stand up when he starts talking about, oh, at school, can you remember this? Everybody goes, I remember that. I used to listen to that. I used to eat that. I used to do that. It's that that's what gets you into it. I think that's what draws you in because everybody can relate to it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the familiarity, isn't it, of all the situations and the people and the characters. You know them already, per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does work like that. That- if, if you're if you're new coming into it as well, it it allows you to kind of get into it easier because you start to look for those people that you know you don't necessarily have to feel like you've got to get a relationship with a character because it's instantly there. Because like with the Mandy thing, it's like it's a bit like when you're at school. Who's the hardest kid at school? You know, it's that kind of <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, that that one. She she's the hard nut <laughs> of the area. You know, it's um it's it's different different for me because I mean you guys are, are all from the Cotswolds, I'm from South East London. So the whole, the whole thing's a little bit different 
to me. And before I, I started going to the Cotswolds with Sam to play football, um, I'd watched that in, what was it 2017? It, it started, it was, mm, it came out. Been, yeah, 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 yeah. Around then, wasn't so, it? Mm. so um, yeah, so I, I had this idea of what a little Cotswolds village was like just from watching this country. Right. And then I met, met Sam, you know, we ended up, he said, I'll, I'll play for a team in the Cotswolds from Bolton. Do you want to come play for them? So I went and played for them. And it's so it's so realistic. It's yeah, so, it is. It's, you know, you, you yeah. see the you see the odd, the just the odd, odd person. You know what I mean? <laughs> just <laughs> and I mean one one of the things that made me laugh one of one of the earliest things was going to football and behind the bar after the game they were having a meat raffle. Right. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not something that would ever have happened where I was from. There's that. Oh yeah, so uh, two quid, get a meat raffle, win some sausages or something. I just thought, this is... What's wrong with that? That's a great way to spread the joy of meat. Yeah. Oh. Gonna... Did you just say spread the joy of meat? Is <laughs> <laughs> Nick your catchphrase, pal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say that to everybody. I'm a good way to spread the joy of meat. <laughs> I thought... Uh, it had gone under the radar and I got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it picked it up. So yeah. I think I got away with it. Especially, it's even doubly worse as well for the way, that, after that story, the way Steve said, yeah, and I met Sam and he invited me into the Cotswolds with him into the football. So that sounds, yeah. Sounds, I mean, that's a bit of a right. commute, isn't it? So you were playing football every week, living in South London and coming all the way to Bolton on the water oh, to play football. No. Is there um, no, no football teams around where you live in like <laughs> East London? Nobody wants me. We both live in the West Midlands now, so it's, it's still a fair old joint. It's still about an hour. But, um, yeah. We travel, boy. I, oh, here comes Stephen Sand on the motorway. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a fair old joint, but I, I partly think I wouldn't go without it now. I, I, I'd miss the odd characters. Yeah, just, just I've got. I'm addicted to playing in the Cotswolds because I see <laughs> Curtin as I score a goal and run off. I see someone there kicking a, a scarecrow or something. <laughs> <laughs> whilst whilst they are a bit odd, and this uh, and the guys in this country are a little bit uh, kind of yes, yeah, special is probably a bit strong, but they're they they're unique aren't they everyone yeah, yeah the office yeah. has that as well but you're also rooting for them i think and that's what's so great about it is you actually you really want them to succeed and i think the way that they've managed to write that into it um on, on both sitcoms is is incredible i'm really glad this country was made because it's i think it's it's almost reignited the love of the office it was probably about the time that we started even doing the podcast wasn't it and it kind of gets you back to oh yeah remember these and there's just been nothing that's heart isn't it it's it's got heart at the underlying of it all there's heart there's emotion in there yeah and it works so well with the comedy but like you said before it makes it real it makes it relatable you know these situations Mm -hmm. both both um sitcoms both did it perfectly were you guys fans of the the office or was uh would you say super fans i was i think i was the same as same um in regards to the fact that I was like listened to the podcasts, but obviously the office came first and I became a massive Gervais head. I, anything that him and Carl Pilkington and like the, 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 the live shows and the videos and all of the, the extras on the, uh, the live 
stuff with it. The first time we met Carl Pilkington was one of the extras yeah, on the very yeah. the very yeah. first or the second um, live Gervais um, stand-up show. But I, I watched The Office back again uh, a couple of weeks ago, first time in a couple of years that I watched it and really enjoyed it. I forgot just how beautifully it was written and how it, it that the, the last two-parter, I think, is some of the best British TV of all time. Because, I've always said that. So. Because Gervais, Gervais <laughs> is a shit. I mean, not Gervais. Um, Brent is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gervais, Gervais might be a shit as well. I don't know. But um, David Brent is a shit. I love the US office as well. And, and they're two completely different characters. Michael Scott is somebody that loves his, the people that, he work, that works for him and will do anything for them. He's an idiot and he does things that are a bit wrong, but he loves his staff. Whereas David Brent doesn't give a shit about his staff. He just cares about himself and he just wants to be, like you said, he wants to be famous. He wants to be, you know, he wants to go out on the road and he wants to be on telly and, and, and whatever. And I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten that until I started watching it again. And I, and it's not that I didn't like David Brent as a character. Cause I think you can't not, but like him because of the stuff that he does. But I was, I genuinely thought just halfway through, I think series one, I thought, Oh my God, I just forgot how great this show is. And I absolutely just, I just loved, I think I watched it in two days, watched the entire thing again mm. in two days. It was just so much fun. Mm. Love what that. are your thoughts on the American office though? I've personally never got into it. I think I've probably fallen into that, into that sort of trap that a lot of people do and watch the first couple of the first series and especially the first episode. Yeah. A line for line ripoff, isn't it? It, it, doesn't, is. it? it doesn't translate at all. And I think because of that, I've almost disregarded it. And I need to give it another chance. I'll tell you what, Steve, I was exactly the same as you. I watched the first episode and I thought, this is bollocks. All they're doing is ripping it off. And Mm. I never watched it for two or three years. And I think then I watched 40-Year-Old Virgin and Steve Carell. And I started finding him really funny, Anchorman. And I thought, I'll give it another go. If you get through series one, I guarantee by midway, two-thirds into series two, you'll love it. A lot of people have said that, and yeah. and I, I love Steve Carell as well. So I kind of, I kind of feel like I want to give it a go, but at the same time, it's a bit daunting. But nine series of about twenty odd episodes of series, so I just feel like I'm too far gone now. Stop at series think, seven. Don't watch series eight or nine. As soon as as soon as Steve Carell leaves, and watch the very last episode. As soon as Steve Carell leaves, spoilers. Uh, on in series seven, it's, it just it just goes downhill. We do that in the UK. We do that better than the Americans in getting short, sharp series and getting it out of the way and getting all of their stories that we need, but doing it without doing it to death. Because mm. I don't know about you, but other comedies like Big Bang Theory, I like the Big Bang Theory for a bit, and then yeah, it just like, completely dies on its ass. It just yeah, it's just I can't much. be doing that. Yeah, there's, there's been loads of loads of shows that they do do okay, but then they just keep going. It's just a cash cow, and I, I think they've always said that they got out at the right time with the office, and I completely mm. agree there. Well, I think isn't it with the Americans? They've got to get to a hundred episodes, and then it goes to syndication, and then that's where the people that are in it and make it they make money then for the rest of their lives, and it's yeah. that's why they churn them out, and that's why episodes are that series are like twenty two episodes because then four or five series and that's it they get the hundred episodes and then mm. boom they just they're, they're in the money we had when we had david charlon he sounded gutted that the uk <laughs> version didn't didn't take on that model really he, was, uh, he wanted yeah, the yankee just, dollar didn't he yeah. he, wanted the, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the royalties and everything so, you know 
the more, the more episodes them. we'd have done, the more payments I would have had. Exactly. Yeah. Fucker. Can't blame that. <laughs> no. So Sam, have you watched The American Office? Then? I've, I dip in and out of it as it's on like um, Comedy Central and stuff like that. If it's on, I'll probably just watch one. But there's no, I've never really caught up with the thread for me. I can, mm-hmm. I watch them as sort of standalone little, um, just time killers. Um, I seem to find myself doing that. I struggle with, I don't know if you guys are the same, but you'll you'll go on Netflix or something and you'll watch a film you've seen a hundred times rather than trying to find something new. Or you'll scroll yeah, through exactly Sky the same. and yeah. you'll put gold on and watch shows from 20 years ago instead of looking at what actually yeah. might be current. And uh, so, yeah, I, 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 that's kind of like a safe space for me, the, the American office, just to sort of whack on and uh, and do it. But I, I mean, it's, it is great, but I, need, I probably need to invest a bit more time. We've looked at, from a podcasting point of view, looking to do a bit more with the American side and collabing with some of the guys. There's quite a few podcasts out there that we could um, we could potentially link with, but we'd have to uh, we'd have to that's, increase our knowledge base a bit, I think, first. That's a, a good thing. I mean, we spoke to a, a podcast in America. I can't remember what the name of it was now, but we mentioned about doing something together. And I think if we were going to perhaps do that, then we could almost look at doing a kind of a, a goggle box type thing where me and Sam kind of watch it together and have a little watch along and then discuss our thoughts and then feed back to the other American guys and see what, see what that, their thoughts are. So that threads, that threads back again. Me and you cut it up yeah. on the sofa now. Look, it's getting worse. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, we, what are they, they going to think? <laughs> we get it all the time when we, we've been podcasting for seven years now, Neil, seven years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we still get people thinking that we live together, that we're like Morecambe and Wise. We finish podcasting, we get our pajamas on, we go up to our bed. I'm smoking a pipe. Neil's there writing plays. And that's, that's, that's just I, that's what people think. You can't stop. I mean, it's them. the truth. But... It's true. I mean, I'm, I never said it wasn't true. I just oh. couldn't understand how they worked it out. Yeah, yeah even though you're on some... separate screens, we can see you both. You know? Yeah, but he's, he's <laughs> in the living room, I'm in the shed. He's right somewhere. And you're allowed a support bubble now, aren't you? So we can that is support, true. Our support bubble can be you coming round and we watch The Office. There yeah. you go. So who, who are you talking to? All of us. We all come round. Come on round. That sounds good. That sounds good. We say come one, come all. Indeed. The, mel- the melting Indeed. pot. Yeah. So what did you guys think of uh, Life on the Road? Uh, Life on the Road was an interesting one. Um, I, I, I liked it from a musical point of view and it was just, I think we had um, George Riley, the broadcaster, um, sports broadcaster, he, he kind of summed it up quite well. It's basically it's sort of a bit of red button Brent. If you're a, if you're a fan, then you just soak it up and enjoy it. But whether or not from a purist point of view, it needed to happen or it needed to be done, I'm not sure. But yeah. I, I think it was... It, it was purely, I, I see the film almost secondary to the music. And I think the film is essentially one big advert for the album. So mm. I think it's, it's, no, it's no secret that Gervais has always wanted to be a musician and go on tour and headline act, all this sort of stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if the film almost came secondary to saying, right, I'm going to do this album as Brent, because that's going to sell. Of course it is even though it is a decent album in fairness. Yeah, some great, but, great songs on there. But then, if, but then he's, he'd maybe spoken to his management or whatever and said, I'm thinking about doing this. And they said, oh, well, why don't you make that into a film? And then it just create this whole, flesh out this whole story arc about him, you know, going on tour and whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit of a cash grab. I don't think it's particularly brilliant, but it's a good time waster, I suppose. Mm. It's, it's mm. all right. I completely agree with Sam. You can kind of, 
if you like if you like the office and you like david brent you'll you'll watch it and you you might find it okay i can see why some people would say it was shit um a bit like the alpha papa the, the partridge film massive partridge fan when that came when that was announced i got really excited i thought this is going to be amazing turned out it was a bit shit because often often comedies especially british ones like they don't transfer that well to the big screen and bigger production values and all that sort of stuff it doesn't necessarily work that way um but yeah it, it was it was okay i can see why people would say it was shit though yeah yeah <laughs> musically musically is the win I mean, I mean you you know you obviously know um daisy and charlie well are, you, are they is this something that would interest them if that ever came a, a, a movie, yeah, yeah, I think it would eventually. They, just they've, the... not, they've not shut the door on this country completely. I mean, they've they've made no secret of they. They said, you know, if 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 things are right or they strap for cash, then they'll do a special <laughs> or a movie. <laughs> when the money runs out is what Daisy yeah. said. Yeah. said uh, when the money runs out, they've, they've just announced um, people just do nothing, haven't they? They're going to make a film. Oh, have they? All oh, right, okay. Um, Biscuit. I, I do. I do like people just do nothing, but I think a film would probably be overkill for that. Mm. I think the trouble is, it's what they do with a movie because we've spoken about it before, and and the natural thing would be, like, are you being served or whatever, and they go on holiday abroad or, you know, like Kevin and, Kevin, yeah. yeah, Kevin and Berry, Kevin and Perry go large was exactly that where they went on, on holiday, and we've we've always said that if they go away from the village, it sort of takes away what this country is about it's about being it's the same as if the office did a movie and they decided to go i don't know and they went to america or they went somewhere else it's not the dynamic isn't the same then yeah. because th there isn't the mundane life it's that they're doing something that's a bit you know kerry and curtain think it's extravagant to go to gloucester services or to go you know <laughs> they, they want to go to yeah go to jamie's <laughs> italian which is closed yeah exactly for them or, or, or they you know curtains talking to Jacob, when they're fishing, about what's it like in Bristol? What's it like in the real <laughs> world? You know, and it's Bristol. No disrespect to Bristol. I mean, you know, it's a lovely oh, place. Lots of disrespect but... to Bristol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's not get political now. Come on, let's, <laughs> like a... let's keep it light. Nice. Let's keep it light. <laughs> yeah. No so your, I mean, what would your guys' thoughts be if they decided to bring the office back or Brent back? I'd be up for okay. it, but I'd be. I'd be cautious, I think. And because it was so brilliant and it ended so perfectly, yeah. if they were to bring it back, I would immediately think, well, someone's run out of cash here. But then... <laughs> Not your face. <laughs> things would have had to gone really tits up. Um, Maybe it got cancelled. Yeah, I, I just think, you know, it'd be good, but at the same time, it is that kind of, if you love something, let it go. And I think... To, to bring it back would probably could only do it bad I mean it could only tarnish its kind of mm. its legacy so whilst I'd want to watch it because I'm a fan and I want to consume as much Brent sort of um, content as possible I don't think it would be a great idea and I don't think it would ever happen would it? They'd have to bring everybody back wouldn't they? It, yeah. you, know, you know Steve Merchant would have to come back it couldn't just be Ricky Gervais doing it and then Martin Freeman is like a superstar now. He's doing so many big things that, you know, we, would he come back? But it'd be, it would be interesting. I just think it should have been like a 10 years 
after 10 years, they all go back and see where everybody is. I think it's just too late now. 20, 20 years next summer. So uh, oh, 20 years. Yeah. Oh, you know. I think well, they, they, they did the thing for Comic Relief, didn't they? For David Brent. They did about 2013 or something. Oh, they, yeah, went, they, went, they went back and did like a 10 minute, um, a 10 minute where is he now type thing. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to, to see something like that. Brent on his own as a character, you could probably put him anywhere, I think. And it mm. would, as, as, as long as Brent's got a camera, the, mm. the character comes out because he's playing up to the character. It doesn't really matter what the dynamic is, I don't think. But for the office as a whole, um, yeah, it, it's what, I mean, it's what that would, what the motivation would be to do that and where the story is. I mean, it just wouldn't really make any sense. Imagine seeing like colleagues you worked with 20 years ago. It'd be a bit, a bit yeah. weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's also, it's a different time now. Because well, if, he, yeah. if he wants to be on telly, then he just starts a YouTube channel. That's all he <laughs> got. You know, he hasn't got to ask anybody's permission now. He can, he can broadcast to the world if he wants to. He doesn't have to have the BBC or someone following him around. He just gets his phone and, and he can do what he wants. It's a completely different, um, it's a different but, scenario. But, that would genuinely be, I think, an interesting angle. If suddenly there was a series about David Brent had started his own YouTube channel, what he what he did, I don't know. They could come up with anything, mm. but it would. I mean, I'd I'd watch that as a kind of a mini series. I'd be all over that. You know, like um, with Partridge, he had his um, his little shorts with Foster. Yeah, like the mid morning matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that obviously was fleshed out into a mid morning matters shows. But before, when they were just the little ones. I'd watch a little ten-minute Brent YouTube video story. Have about, you seen the ones with him learning the playing the guitar, yeah, doing the guitar yeah, lessons? Yeah, good. See, they were really good. Brent ASMR. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've loved ASMR, by the way. I do. Uh, I got a thing. I got a thing about ASMR. Oh. The majority of ASMR um, videos are all got really fit women for some reason <laughs> i don't know why um so that i'd have to get over that but yeah there's something about asmr i do i do like it I'm oh assuming. it's just a, just a... It's spo- yeah is it supposed don't, to do don't. something it's gone. just to relax it's you it's, yeah, he's, he's fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> it just relaxes you doesn't it you know it just is it puts it's, you on edge it's, does it yeah i don't like it did it we Maybe. spoke about doing um was it asmr reviews or something weird like almost like a parody of it uh, i think probably you know, Never, never came off, did it? No. <laughs> Brent doing some kind of like maybe his motivational speaking, but in ASMR, it'd be brilliant. Very good, just really, so, really close to the microphone. Yeah, you know, like in Friends, when oh. Joey goes to sleep, you are a strong, confident woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got, I've got a confession to make there. I've never seen that. Ah, oh, there you go. I've never seen Friends. No. I thought you were going to say The Office then for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Get out. That's um. That's quite an achievement nowadays. Yeah. I think fair play. It was yeah. on what E fourth every day, like, all day. And, three times, yeah, three yeah. times a day. <laughs> and then Comedy Central the same as that. To miss it is is uh, yeah, well, great effort. Maybe I actively turned it over when it came on. <laughs> There's but, nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Yeah, wrong with no, that. it wasn't my forte that one. That's a yeah, it's an interesting one. Question is, yeah. you guys then though, is Gervais and Merchant do they not speak now? As far so. as far as I understand, they there's no public disagreement, but you know I mean Yeah, I don't quite, think they I don't, I don't think 
I don't think they've ever kind of confirmed that they've got any kind of beef or had any kind Feud. of argument. But mm-hmm. I think there's partly that kind of, well, they were so good together. If they hadn't fallen out, then why wouldn't they have collaborated for 20 years? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know some people might, they, they might say, well, we don't want to, get, don't want to be typecasters only working together and whatever. And they've shown that they can do other projects successfully. So, you know, someone said they don't even follow each other on Twitter or something. And, you know, I mean, they're both fairly prolific on this. So mm. If that was the case, you'd, that'd be a bit of a red flag. But if you watch, if you watch the documentaries like the making of the office and you see Ricky Gervais and he's pissing about in the office or pissing about when they're trying to write and stuff and going ah, ah, that's, that's like, I mean you can only take so much of that can't you and I'm sure Steve would think look I've made loads of money now I'm getting pissed off with I'm not getting any work done all he's doing is making noise like, I remember that one scene when he's like he's like is he doing something with elastic bands? He's putting elastic bands on his face. <laughs> yeah. and, and then there's a close of a Rick, of, of Steve Merchant's face just looking at the camera. I know he's doing it, obviously doing it himself, but it must, you know, after a while, you must think, I, I, I just got to get some proper work. This is crazy. I think from, from listening to the XFM stuff and you hear about when Ricky and Steve are writing The Office, and I think there's one story where sort of they had to be locked in a room almost to get them to do it but Ricky sort of like starts taking his clothes off and stuff like that (laughs) I mean I think Steve obviously there's there's a bit of an age gap between them as well isn't there which might they're they're generally probably just different people different ambitions I think Ricky just wanted to sit and eat cheese and drink wine and uh, and probably just do that whereas maybe there's a slight just they're different people at the end of the day um but, but that's so that's so like daisy and charlie when daisy and charlie are talking about their writing process all daisy wants to do is go and get some coffee and mess about and charlie's the one that will try and rein her in and then when they both start getting we don't want to do anything then the producer will rein them in and say you've got to start working <laughs> it's weird yeah. that seems to be the way of being just try not to do any work and you'll be successful the, when, dyna- when, the dynamic has to be a little, you have, like you said earlier, they have to fill in the gaps that the other one's got and the, the balance works, doesn't it? Ricky, you kind of need Ricky Gervais's sort of exuberisms and, and just almost craziness and that, that mm. sort of a bit more sort of off the cuff slapsticky humour. But Steve's intellect just steering that is obviously what's created a, their genius along the way. And it seems to be working for the guys, obviously with, uh, with what they've done with this country as well. So I, I imagine it must just be exhausting being with someone all the time for yeah. however many years you just end up wanting to go your separate ways. And they're right, Steve. They've been not done anything or probably less than that, isn't it? Because of extras, but You'd have thought eventually they'd have done something again. Yeah, yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah, and the the, like the stuff on Twitter and following each other and things like that, you'd think, I mean, that's just quite playground, isn't it? If it is, if it has come to something where they don't speak and stuff, it'd be really, it'd be a real shame if that's happened. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe it will all come out one day. We'll find out. But that doesn't, it doesn't seem like any of them would be that kind of character. But I guess you never really know. Yeah. Or they've gone off in different. In different, I mean, Steve Merchant's gone off on a different path now as acting and writing his own stuff and stand up and stuff. So maybe they just did, they just veered off on different paths. Yeah. Like you'll remember Merchant, probably so... from the shows, he, XFM, Steve actually wanted to be a serious radio presenter. Mm. And he ended up with Ricky just turning up drunk <laughs> yeah. and berating Carl and doing features uh, like 
cheapest chimps. Yeah, so, uh, cheapest chimps. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of that where he just wanted to be in control and not feel like he was Ricky Gervais's support act. Maybe I think a bit mm. of that. Well, Sam, don't don't knock cheapest chimps. It's a we've great got, feature. We'll, we've got a new. We've got a new. Um, a new round this week for our quiz called I Phrased You. So, you know, it's basically <laughs> it's a complete knockoff of songs of songs of phrase. Songs of phrase. Yeah. Uh, it's but a complete knockoff of that. But, you know, uh, the, the, Genius. Best, the, best, Genius. the best quiz rounds come from finding a pun and then working backwards into it. Well done. It's what we do. Oh, kinky. <laughs> 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 no, no. Yeah, it's, um, I was just, I was, Oh yeah, I want to say about this. The Finchy scene in the last episode where Brent tells him to fuck off, that is what I wanted to see Kerry do to her dad in the last yeah. series. That Great moment, um, which never happened. And I know that a lot of people that we've spoken to said that they, they love the series three. I love series three, but that was the one moment that, that I missed. Mm. Um, and, and as soon as that episode finished and I thought, well, we're not going to see her dad again, that was the that was the scene from the office that I thought that's what I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. It's a good put. It's a good shout. Do you think it was too obvious? Maybe it would have been too much oh, of a. I don't know. I I don't. I still don't understand why. Well, because we've we've talked about it and we said that Kerry was obviously worrying about her mum and um, you know was making sure her mum was okay. I just it's just something now. I wish that. I could get them all together, just film that scene just for myself. And just, <laughs> just go out and I mean, say, just dad, fuck off and leave us alone. Ending. Yeah. yeah. From your, from your yeah. point of view, I mean, you, from, I mean, like you say, that, that Finchy scene, it's a, an iconic, really memorable scene yeah. that, that will be talked about for years and years. I've, I absolutely love this country, but there's only a couple of, a couple of bits that I would kind of categorize a bit like that, if that makes sense, because there's not like, short sharp bits that i think right that is going to be replayed for years and years and years but that if it if that had happened that that i think could easily have been the finchie or the dawn kisses tim moment for yeah. this country so I, I think that would have been a great a great way to end it yeah and, that, and it's such a great story arc carrying a, a dad just from you know it's so it's so solemn and then it's you know you get this little bit of a green shoot of the relationship's going to work and then he fucks her over again. And, yeah. Oh, so, Flight yeah, simulation really, stuff is incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> uh, did it make you uh, want to go it. and do it? Did it make you want to go and just get a little flight simulator game and have a go? Well, I mean, if I could have got a, gone back 20 years and got the computer that they had, I probably would have uh, <laughs> given, given it a go. I'm sure there's an app for it, Pav. I'm sure I, there's I bet there is. Yeah, but I bet it'll be too realistic. It won't be, it'll be like... Let's all I, go I, rent a caravan, stick it in a field, get an old Amiga or something. <laughs> we'll take shifts. Two 12-hour shifts each. Let's do it. Let's do it. We could all be off to Australia, couldn't we? We can do that. Let's see you can do the furthest flight. Yeah. <laughs> but I must, I must admit, it's, um, it's funny you say that because, again, in regards to the fans, there is a whole fan community um, on Facebook called the Dump Gang, for the uh, and and they're an amazing bunch. They're, a lot of our listeners are, are people that that um, that subscribe to that, and we've we've done live shows where a lot of them come to the live shows and um, they're just a great, great bunch of people. 
Um, but it's weird. How, well, I'm, I'm wearing my night. Less of the effing and jeffing. <laughs> I've, I've never known a series since probably Little Britain and The Office where there are so many catchphrases in, in this country. And, yeah. and, and people will have conversations just with catchphrases, as you probably get with your guys, um, on Facebook. And it'll be the, something that they'll start off the day with. You know, there's a guy called uh, called Alan. Everybody knows him as Bloody Alan because that's what his name. <laughs> so, you know, he's he is this this little celeb that is just because his name is Alan. You know, um, it's it's just strange how the fan community can take over a show and keep it alive, which is something obviously that, that's happened with The Office. And any, I mean, this is it. That with the way it's going, there will be nothing to watch on TV because yeah. everything they'll find something. I watched an old blankety blank. A couple of days ago, like like you said about watching gold and stuff, I just watched that, and there was a whole Lenny Henry bit with Terry Wogan that if you watched it now, you would go, "How the hell did they put that on TV?" <laughs> oh my god, I am not going to repeat any of it. I just thought to myself, <laughs> even now, how could they have repeated that in, in this day and age? You know, I, yeah. it's frightening. It's, it it's makes you think, though. You've got the, I mean, obviously, you've got the Camilla Parker Bowles sort of bit. Yeah, I mean. They won't play Little Britain and things like that now for obvious reasons. But that, I mean, he even gets dragged into the office because that's considered to be a racist joke. Now, it's, would something like that be enough for... But that's in context. To... Yeah, I would say that's in context, isn't it? It, it is, but it depends how... Mm. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, for me, it wouldn't necessarily be an issue. I don't think it ever would be. But you just wonder if things keep going the way they are, and boundaries have been even further away from being able to be pushed, that would it ever get to the point where there'll be any kind of pushback for that and some of the other stuff have been there's a lot in the lot in the show about talking about gay lords and benders and pretending that someone's gay and all that. You know, it, I think it's almost a matter of time before that comes out and it, it ignites a spark in someone yeah. and it all kicks off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real. I'd say it's a real shame because obviously it's not. That makes it sound like I'm glorifying. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know but, what you mean. But yeah, I'll, I'll some sharp before I get myself. In <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. It's fine. This is our last episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because they talk about they could talk about dwarves and midgets and stuff and all that sort of stuff. I must admit that was the bit I remember watching it when they were talking about you know oh, what's the difference between a morph, a dwarf and a midget. And I'm thinking, oh, I said, would this be near oh, the knuckle no. now? <laughs> what, what what I think is relevant that you you made a great point about the context, the joke. <laughs> the joke is always about the people that think they get it, but they don't. Yeah. So mm. it's not necessarily that they're, it, it, it is an issue potentially because of if the words alone, obviously always could, could, could be terrible there, there, but it's the fact that's that Brent is trying to be a kind of holier than thou or sexist, which I hate, but <laughs> in essence, he doesn't actually get it. He's actually probably the other way. I think that's and Ricky Gervais is very good at making the context just safe mm. enough, isn't he? That's one of his kind of skills, almost. You'd say at, at doing that, and and yeah, he's, he kind of draws people out a bit on that, doesn't he? And mm. then he gets on Twitter and does it. So you'd hope that the office would be would be saved and maintained in its iconic status. But I mean, who knows? Who knows so what's going to happen? You'd like, like to you think that people would be smart enough to accept that everything that's said within it doesn't come from a place of any kind of hate and it always yeah. within context of Brent 
Yeah, but you're talking about the general public, and the general public are stupid. (laughs) That's the trouble. Don't have a go at them as well. Well, I I don't don't mean all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if it kicks off, right, get out. (laughs) What we're crying out for is somebody like Chris Morris to come back and make one more brass. Yeah. It's going the other way now, where people are losing that sense of what's funny you know like you said they're taking the mickey out of the person that's reacting to it not the thing that's there yeah and getting rid of it because i i read today that league of gentlemen has been taken off now yeah, not, that, that. Not, not for papa lazaro surely yeah probably yeah i yeah, didn't see exactly. the story but i would i would assume yeah. that that would be before and, and i just think well this is where wow. it needs that it needs that um that woman from bristol the <laughs> another one yeah, <laughs> and then in that case, then the mighty boosh will go. Yeah, and then you start looking at it all, and you think, well, then it's going to be like it'd be like dominoes, wouldn't it? As soon as they start going through all of them, then dominoes, dominoes. No, <laughs> it's going to be scary that they're going to take the scary things of comedy away, the things that you make fun of. You know, uh, when you're making fun of the people that are reacting, like you said, uh, it's going to be scary when comedy becomes. Uh, censored i think that's a worry i really do Mm. that's all all great comedies to some extent have have pushed the yeah pushed the boundaries i mean even like um 40 towers you know and he's talking about the germans and all that sort of stuff you probably wouldn't get away with that now but at the time but think about blazing saddles yeah yeah what a film yeah (laughs) that was probably just gonna get yeah, it's, uh, it's oh dear. it'd be difficult now. I think to try and to try and write and and be encouraged to. Uh, well, to be fair, there is plenty going on to parody. Much of a parody that it it's not funny. It's almost a little bit depressing, really. Well, it's it like, when, to, when we spoke to Armando. When we spoke to Armando, and I, we'll call him Armando because you called yeah. Lucy Lucy. <laughs> you just said first. Um, oh, he said we, he, he, <laughs> he said exactly the same thing in regards to because it's so ridiculous now with Trump and people like that, that you can't write comedy about it anymore. That's I think, I think that's why Veep finished because now <laughs> real world is funnier than what they can write. Yeah. So where, yeah. where do you go? Where do you take it? Because everything is so ridiculous now that, that you're, you're pissing against the wind basically, because you can't write things that are funnier than what's happening in real life or so more going tragic. Back to, going back to Chris Morris and Brass Eye, you know, you see some of the things that happen in Brass Eye, and you could you could feasibly see them happening today. That's yes, the, that's the real crazy thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a, it's it's annoying. If, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> I'm angry. I, I, I want I want there to be good comedy, and you know when we're speaking to to Jamie, you know Jamie Carragher. He, he was uh, saying that you know, Cara, Cara. Had, Cara yeah, yeah, just call Cara. him Cara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your mates, no, J Dog. The Office, <laughs> when we had Phoenix Knights, the Royal Family, all these, all sorts. It's a real kind of golden era of, of comedy. Mm. And now, I, I mean, I completely agree. There's not a lot that I would make sure that I have to stay in to watch, mm. or I would make sure I made an effort to to see it sort of as soon as, if that makes mm. sense. Just... Well, I think I think like Sam said, I would rather go and watch the thick of it again, on a loop, and The Office, and those things, rather than try and find something new, because I don't think there is anything um, mm. 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, I this country. Just think of it again. Have you? Yeah, incredible. It's, an, it's another one. And there's things in that that, I mean, when was that? 15 years ago? Mm. Think of it. Yeah, that you, that, that, that. They talk about stuff and you think, oh my God, that has literally just happened <laughs> in the in government. Or, or they, <laughs> they, they, they were planning that. What the hell's going on? It's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Comedy is a wonderful thing, but when it's bad, it's really bad. It's a, it's a really weird thing. Yeah. That's what the beauty of this country is for me. It's a kind of, a, it's a renaissance of good. I mean, obviously I'm biased because I love the office and I love the, and to be fair, the Royal family, that kind of very slow conversational, yeah. but there's an intellect in it, I think. And obviously we all get it because we're, you know, clever blokes, but that's, yeah. that's, that's what it is. I think, that's yeah, right. it's, and then there will be more that come along. Of course there will, but um, they seem to be, maybe we've been blessed or we've been lucky with what, what came before, but there's, yeah, that doesn't seem to be, it doesn't seem to be as easy to come by now, but maybe we just stop looking. Might just be another mm. glory is like I say, not, <laughs> not looking for it as much. It'll come. We'll get a whole batch of new writers and something new will come. It, it's yeah. Bad. What we, what they all need to it's do is listen to a podcast. Sorry. Yeah. What they should all be doing is listen to podcasts. Yeah. Ditch from me. Just get those on. I think, uh, yeah, and you're right about the community keeping it alive. I think that's something that we've really enjoyed is having just almost like we're doing now, just chatting about our favourite shows and the lines. You can almost have days where you, you don't talk to anyone properly. You just say lines from the show. It's um, mm. it's mad how it kind of takes over your life and becomes part of your vocabulary almost. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a real treat. Well, we found, we've definitely found, I mean, as your, obviously your listeners won't, but the people will be able to see that I've got loads of Star Wars stuff around and over the last I don't know two or three years there's nothing been more divisive than being a Star Wars fan which is something I wasn't <laughs> I, I was I was never used to that because it was always how great Star Wars was everybody loved everything and you just chatted to people and it was fantastic then as soon as The Last Jedi hit that's it now you either like it or you don't you either hate people or you don't and and then since then it's been a shit show but um <laughs> we've got this... Ryan Johnson there <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. For life. Ryan's a lovely bloke. Ryan's a lovely bloke. He's in the other corner. He's over there, still tied up. Yeah, fucker. Um, but the Dump Gang, we've said it on our podcast as a, one of the the nicest f uh, fan communities I think I've ever been a part of. You know, when somebody is down that people will arrange to get flowers sent to them or little gifts or because they'll just message people. It's, it's, it's a support group and it is yeah. beautiful. It really, really is. And I, it's, it's, it's lovely to be part of that. You're, you're, you're part of the hub of the thing. You know, there are a Twitter, there's a Twitter account and there's an Instagram account and they're all separate things, but they all come together. Uh, and it's just, a, it's a lovely thing. And I think that's, that's one thing that is good about, social media there's a lot of bad things about social media but when they, when people use it for that i yeah. think it's a, it's a it's a great thing and people are helping each other and you know i mean at times like these people need help more than anything else i think and support and um it's it's, it's a nice thing to be part of definitely it's therapy almost isn't it those uh, yeah those, absolutely yeah, definitely it's good do you feel like you're um almost like a there's a responsibility as kind of an official outlet of the show of a voice of the fans or something like that i guess if you built you've built that following that community and yeah i think well we've been very lucky in the fact that we had a very unique position when neil and i first thought about doing a, the podcast is because we knew daisy and charlie um and we knew their family so it's sort of we're going to have access to the people that that create the show 
I mean, obviously not, we haven't got that sort of access now because they're a lot bigger and it's harder to get hold of them and stuff. But at the start, we were able to talk to them all the time about the show and had them in, I think, three times altogether, didn't we? I think, Neil, I think, didn't we? Three, yeah. Um, but we've had like their dad, you know, Paul has been a very big supporter of our live show. He's been to every one of our live shows as a guest. And he is an, he's a, a born entertainer, Paul Cooper. For somebody that, is, that, like, that hasn't acted before, you get him up on a stage, he is fantastic. Um, and then obviously Michael Sleggs was somebody that, again, we asked him to do some stupid stuff for us. And never said no. Just asked, "What time do you want us? Oh, you want me to be there?" We had him sat out in our car. We did a. We used to do another show, uh, another live show every year for our other podcast. We did, and all we wanted him to do was sit in the car because we were doing like a carpool karaoke of Bohemian Rhapsody, and in the middle of it, we wanted a cut to him just doing his slugs breathing, like breathing <laughs> out of his mouth. <laughs> so it was a, it was a really hot day. We were we were we were dressed up in our dicky bow ties and our. our black suits and he just sat in the in the back of my car for like 20 minutes he, he cycled up to us said where do you want me i said just just do some breathing for like five minutes so they're going oh, oh. <laughs> and then we finished and he said right cheers grabbed his bike and off he went and that was it <laughs> he didn't ask for anything you know and he was an absolute legend he was uh, the last time he appeared on our third show wasn't it a third yeah our third show yeah. live show for wtaf and he was he was ill then, and, he, and his legs were hurting. But he still said, "Just tell me what you want us to do." And he oh, got up on stage, and we were we were chatting mm -hmm. to him, and he was an absolute legend. He really yeah. was. I'm one of the funniest people, genuinely, naturally funny, that I I think I've ever met. Really but was. Didn't know it though. That's but he thing. didn't know it. No, he would just he would be oblivious to it, and he wouldn't he would un he wouldn't understand why people were laughing. But it wasn't they weren't laughing at him. They were laughing at him because he was just a genuinely funny person. That's yeah, incredible. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. What a hero. Is live show something you guys do? We do yeah. the quiz, um, and that's we've dabbled. But that's that. I mean. We, we get our suits on, don't we? Do a bit of performing. Um, <laughs> anyone that wants to join, see us in a suit. I'm sure that's going to make your week. Um, again, lockdown's been helpful for that because people can't go out to the pubs. So they have to sit and speak to us and do a quiz. But um, I think for us, we'll we'll look to evolve as as I guess guests come along and um, and opportunities arise. Really, I mean, we've we've done kind of like the goggle box style of the of the uh of the series and and so we don't, we never wanted to be uber analytical and go to kind of like university degree level analytics of the show and, and what things meant and things like that because we, we weren't really that interested in that it was more of a look at how it transcends into real life and how it still almost has its um relevance in in modern day life as well because the characters are just so relatable and so real and they 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 are like you said they're found in every scenario almost so mm. And I think we just look to try and find those little nuggets of, of conversation. And, and even like now, I mean, it, it's so interesting to speak about, about comedy, where it goes, how that plays off kind of culture and what's happening in the world. And I think we'll be able to, to find uh, content and, and do that. So live, live events would be incredible. I mean, purely just to go get out of the fucking house. Would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, well, keep, I mean, it's something we're, we're new at. Uh, it's cruel. Pub crawl would be incredible, yeah. Yeah, we, we said that we, at some point we want to meet up. I mean, the ideal would be going to 
Reading, Aldershot, Bracknell, Didcot, <laughs> Yateley, and have a big kind of... Uh, Winners. Exactly. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have a pint in Winners. I'd, I just I'd want bloody love a to... pint in Winners. <laughs> 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 I just love it. I'd love to get a minibus and just go on the road, just do that. And it might only be a few of us, but that that would make... That would do it for me. Yeah. We, we've said the but, same thing, that we've actually had people saying to us, why don't you do a... Um, uh, a minibus tour of North Leach and Fairford and go and do and we've thought about it haven't we we thought yeah, you know if there's a way that we could do it I mean we we probably fill a 20 30 bus you know 30 occupant bus but the trouble is it would be bringing a bus around North Leach because I'm sure that, that they're sort of quite happy now that it's all over and it's finished and especially that one um, lady oh the one lady yeah one lady fucking happy. hates the show yeah she hates it was that was that real yeah, yeah. No. Ah. Oh, well, that, that bit wasn't. Uh, there the was a lady. There. Yeah, it would. No, it was based on um, somebody. But that yeah, curtains, lady. curtains. Nan, we've been, we've been talking to Paul Shahidi today, the the, the vicar, um, and um, I thought we might be able to find out who Nan was from him, but he he didn't have it any idea. Secrecy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the, the the director and the producer won't tell us. They keep saying that they didn't know, but. Um, yeah, we, we, we've got our ideas, we'll but we, we'll get it eventually. Yeah, yeah but yeah. It, uh, a pub crawl, I mean, any pub crawl around the Cotswolds, I'd be more than happy to join you there. Um, uh, we've got pro- probably Pullums, they'll sort you out. Big bus company. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's the ones. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. The, they're, the, they're the bus company that's featured in this country. Yeah. Pullums, yeah. 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 On the water for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know, I, I know the Pullums. Okay, small world, isn't it? Do you? Yeah. So yeah, give us a shout. I'll see if I can get in touch with him. Yeah, bus. I'll get the bus. Oh, yeah, you get yeah. the tour. And then we'll do a crossover live show in the evening. There you go. Love Aww. it. Look at that. It's all coming together. That's three. Three merges. Half half hole. That's a different podcast, Neil. That is. <laughs> you guys, you guys do loads of. Uh, a different podcast to you or is it just kind of a, a different we used to yeah. we used to yeah we had a bit of a rebranding a couple of years ago for the first five or six years we were called pancast it was pavo and neil so and we had at one time i think we had about 12 13 podcasts on the go not all regular ones but it was like and i and i hold my hand up there'll be like times i'll say to neil i got this idea for a podcast and before i'd explain to neil what it was i got the twitter set up i got the the, uh, the feed set up i got all the artwork done and then i'd say right to neil this is what we're going to do we're going to do this and we had all these different like movie podcasts or music podcasts and we started out with two didn't we and then it was just like adding and then we said no we're going to just have the, one the trouble is with Siren Sester and the Cotswolds is that it's a lovely place, but like no one knows what a podcast is. <laughs> you know, we, and we did that for like six years and we would have live shows every year to like pay for the internet and you know, pay for our web website and stuff. And you'd get 200 people turn up. And they, we, we, just, we just mess about for a couple of hours, have some live music, have a really, really good time. But nobody knew what we did. Nobody had a fucking clue what we what we actually did. They were just and they come up and they say, "What is Pancast?" I said, "It's been six years, Mum. I do not, I do not know what it is." But then, but then, yeah. So we we decided to sort of a bit of a rebrand. Um, on a Thursday, we would do like a radio star show with 
songs and there was uh, we were joined by two lovely ladies and it was it was that sounded very un-PC there, didn't it? Two lovely ladies. Yeah. So it's very Cotswolds. Very Cotswolds, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but that was so much fun, wasn't it? We used, it we used to do characters and, and do like an hour. That run its course as well. But that run its course, yeah. yeah. And now we've just sort of streamlined and we just do this and we've got ideas for other little sort of one-off series of, of things. But it's... Um, I've, I've, I've loved podcasting, I must admit. It's a great thing to do. I think we're very similar. We... Steve especially is is kind of like the ideas man a lot of the time there's some great ideas coming out and I think there is currently three other podcasts with Twitter handles ready to go from us isn't that so <laughs> they're already done and we've had the thing is we have we think we think we're hilarious of course because you wouldn't you know um and and everyone wants to listen to us so you get the ideas and you just want to do it there and then don't you and it, it, but I think that's all that matters as long yeah. as you can make each other laugh yeah. I mean, when we started, even now, I never think that other people are listening. We're just doing it to make each other laugh. You're so, lucky tonight. They're not. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody then comes back and, and, and we'll get a message or uh, you know, someone from a tweet saying that that was really funny or that what a great episode or, you know, then it makes you think, oh, actually, there are people listening. I didn't realize there are people listening. Yeah. You know, it's it, as long as you can do it. And I've said when people have said, oh, you know, yeah, but can you make money out of podcasts? No, you can't make money out of podcasts. Do it for the love of it. Don't do it if you want to make money because you can't make money. It's a free wow. product. If you can get a company behind you or if you, you know, then all well and good and that's great for you and everything. But do it as it's something that you love doing and then do it on a subject that you're passionate about because that passion then runs off and runs through the microphone and into people's ears. Oh, i think that's one of the things that that i found with a lot of our reviews and a lot of the things that people have have said about our podcast is that it's probably not the most i don't want to say it's not intellectual because we're obviously very clever people well you are yeah but it's people have they mentioned that the rapport that me and sam have got and we they can tell that we're good mates and mm. we just have a laugh and although that's yeah, completely... laugh. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, that's completely <laughs> fake. You know, I, I hate Sam really. Yeah. but you know, we, we we put it on; it seems to work. Well, you're very good actors. You're very <laughs> good actors. It's it's yeah. one of those things. That, Graduated that, rather. That... <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam, that's a good point. It runs in the family. Yeah, your, my your my sister, sister actually did. So yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't and, really say and that. And she was almost. She auditioned for this country. Yeah, she read with um, with Kerry and Curtin. I think last summer it must have been for series three. I think she was. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was she was going to play Curtin's girlfriend in yeah. that. Uh, that oh, series. yeah, Sophie. Um, but sadly, didn't didn't get that part. But um, but yeah, but she, she hates the show now. She said yes. I, I can imagine. Yeah. I can. Imagine. <laughs> that, that's weird. Look at that. We could have been talking to your sister. Well, you still we, can we, if you want. <laughs> we spoke to we spoke to Abra Thompson who um who got the part. So um, Bitch. but yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird because uh, we're very good friends with um a comedian called Keris Nelms, uh, and um we've she's been to a lot of our shows, done a lot of spots on our shows, and we've interviewed her for quite a few of our podcasts. And um, she went up for the Big Mandy role. And so she's essentially says, I can't watch the show now. I just can't watch it. <laughs> because every time I see Big Mandy, I think that should have been me. Oh, yeah, that's, first, that's, so, uh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, is that serious? She genuinely feels like that. 
yeah, she just, I think it's just that f- feeling that I think I'd be the same if you went up for a role and something and you think I, 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 I probably could have done that, you know. It was could've, a bit like when you went some to the Jamie Dornan role in the Fifty Shades path. I was that close. <laughs> I was that close. And if mine hadn't have been that size, I probably would have done it. <laughs> uh, for reference, he was holding his arms widespread. There. <laughs> I was. I was. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, oh, bless. Uh, bigger than a bread bin. Hiya. I think... I think that's really true, though. We we do enjoy it, don't we? The pod it is for us ultimately, but it is nice that I mean we get emails now and they'll say, "Oh, just in or done," or they're they're related to something we've clearly spoken about. Mm. I can't remember. We had this whole thing on the was it the first live show when I said examinate. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I said a sentence and I was I said, "All oh, right, let's just examinate that bit," and they went, eh, "What the fuck is examinate?" I said, "Well, that's a word, isn't it? That's a word." We ended up with caps and everything that said "examinate" on it because people just wouldn't let it go. They just would. They said, "Where did you get that word from?" I said, "I could have sworn it was a real word." Yes, yeah, so hashtag examinate for a while. We, we often we often record sort of after eight ish when the kids have gone to bed. And this is another thing. I, I, I think I've sent it in a DM to you earlier. I always say no, when we're talking to when we're, to when we're speaking to a guest, they say, oh, "So when when do you when do you record?" I say, oh, "I was about eight o'clock, just after we put the kids to bed." And I have to say, "Not, not our kids, no. No. Well, Sam, are, Sam's kids and my kids." Yeah, they are our kids because that would be weird. But <laughs> it would be weird. But our kids, not our kids together. Yeah, yeah. 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 We we often One we often ten. record it. <laughs> Make sure it's legal and stay safe. Um, we're only saying earlier on that um on another podcast that uh doing things like because we were like we create our own jingles for certain things and the amount of times that we've tried to record something and there'll be one little bit that for some reason all of a sudden we find like stupidly funny that neil has had to go out of the the shed and i've had to try and do it (laughs) by myself and it's just a strange feeling that that again you couldn't write those kind of things but they're the things that make doing podcasts so special is because i've said it for years now that i've never laughed so much doing this thing you know not when we're talking to guests (laughs) we're not when we're talking to guests because you try and be we we've never like lost it with guests as such have we we try and be very professional um but the other thing is like you say about editing i can remember the first 10 or 11 podcasts we did would go on for a couple of hours and then you'd edit it edit edit i can never say that edit (laughs) down edit to take Edited, yeah, very good. That's <laughs> a word, isn't it? That's I'll a word. Isn't it? Um, yeah, but, but now, now I, I rarely edit stuff out because I wanted to. If even if something goes wrong, I like to leave those little bits in because I think it, it makes it feel more of a natural. We also try and do as little um, research with guests. Because then when we're asking the questions, we're genuinely interested. There's no point in having it all on a sheet already because then you know the answers. So if you ask the guests what you want to, to know, I mean, I never have any notes or anything. I think Neil's the same when we're chatting yeah, to people. Yeah. We just just have a conversation and then hopefully then the people... who Was it Doctor from Doctor and the Medic said that when we talked to him, it was one of the... The best interviews he'd ever done. So ah, yeah, that's back. You know. That's back. That's backfired, isn't it? <laughs> <You know? laughs> we had exactly that with the with the Lucy one, didn't we? Halfway through, Lucy, 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 Lucy. Uh, oh, Lucy Davis, oh, right? Sorry, that, that's the one. LD, the, LD, <laughs> LD. <laughs> we had uh, we had we had, we had a point where she asked me a question, and as I was 
trying to think of an answer. A fly just kept flying around my head. So there I was, kind of swatting it away. Completely forgot what the answer was, and I just looked like a loon. So <laughs> we'll leave that in, because yeah. what's the point? It's, yeah. so it's just like we're having a chat, isn't it? Things, yeah. things happen like that. Yes. Yeah. It keeps things natural. I think oh, I completely agree. That. But you're absolutely right. And I think this is where, where, you know, people probably hopefully genuinely enjoy listening is that it is just, you know, chat about things that they're interested in too. And uh, yeah, it's been great. And it's been, it's been really good to, to hear that you've, uh, you've had a lot of similar experiences. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think, know. I think as part, I think we're very similar. Probably in, why we get on. Well, probably why we get on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, clever and funny. I must, I must admit, I am waiting for you to go right now. Let's re- let's press record, and here we go. And then you do like a, sna- a snazzy, snazzy intro. But obviously, you're doing it Joe Rogan style, aren't you? Where you just boom yeah. straight in. Yeah, oh, can you just get that for me, Jamie? Jamie, where's yeah. Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely chasing the Yankee dollar now with his hundred million. I was going to say you can't make money. Hundred million. Out the offer Spotify is no, it's not even half that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're being undersold. It just reminds me earlier <laughs> when you were saying about people don't know what a podcast is. Last week we were we were number one on iTunes. And I sent I sent a um a, I didn't mean to send. Oh, there like, we go. Yeah, we were number, oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're odd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> last week, last week we were number one on iTunes. I, All I right, you've got to keep saying it. That's fine. Good, just for Say it, say it again. <laughs> yeah, we were at a certain position on iTunes. What number? I, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it's not important. Um, Shouldn't have I, to. I think I put Shouldn't it on my to. face. I think I put it on my Facebook, and I had three or four sort of family members, all sort of maybe in their fifties, go, "Oh, your website's doing well." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, my, my website. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's um, it's a weird because uh, I think we got to number three, and we also got to number I think it was something like twenty-seven or twenty-eight in the actual proper the main wow. chart rather than big chart big boy shit that was the yeah. the, the week after michael died oh, and wow. it was and it was it was a weird weird thing because the, the the morning that he died i put our on our facebook and twitter our sort of um condolences and stuff like that and and i can't remember i think i was i wasn't i think I, when i had my kidney infection it I think I had like kidney stones. Oh, and I think, yeah. So I went, to, I went to, I went to sleep and I oh, woke right, up funny. like, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in excruciating pain, but don't worry about it. It was fine. Um, and then I, I woke up in the evening and my phone had like loads of messages saying, do you realize you've like gone viral? Do you realize you've been on Sky News website and stuff? What? So I'm looking. You thought I've only had a kidney out. But all of the major newspaper like outlets had all picked up our, story uh well not our story but like our, our tweet and stuff and it was getting like wow. blown up everywhere so we Amazing. ended up like all of a sudden we were getting loads of twitter followers and getting loads of instagram followers all of a sudden the podcast was like going through the roof and i was sat at home and i was genuinely disturbed by it because i thought i don't like this because <laughs> I, I obviously i enjoy the fact you're getting all that but the reason for it really yeah. made me sort of like sad and I, I put i messaged a couple of people from the dump gang and they said don't feel sad michael would love this he would absolutely be like like a pig in shit that, 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 and it, laughing his head off that you're getting all of this notoriety and like all these extra listens because he's passed away he would love it and i sort of it made me feel a little bit better because obviously i was still sad about the fact that that my, but it was just a really weird feeling that you're getting you know you, you 
the stuff that I do five times, ten times a day looking at the charts, and all of a sudden you see that like you're, you're going up, 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 up. Um, it's just a that's weird, mental. weird. It's a weird. It's, that is that's that is, mental. That is crazy, man. That is it's mental. A, you make a you make a great point though. I think from we we generally we try and be quite sincere every now and again and just say look we we're doing this because we enjoy it anything you can do to support the podcast really is just to communicate with us follow us interact with us on social media give us a, a review your feedback like rate tell your friends and that's that's kind of all we really we really want yeah. so it's uh, look guys we're, you've just had it repeated back to you that's genuinely what we mean it's just yeah uh, you know that's that's the best thing you can do i think to um to people who are putting out content is just say yeah thanks or it's shit don't do any more either or yeah that's not me in bed with steve again yeah <laughs> but yeah i think uh, i think um podcast as a whole i think it's it's hugely enjoyable and we get to meet great people, like-minded people like yourselves. And that, you know, that's, that's what it's about. We have, we have genuinely made some really good friends through this as well, which, um, you know, Lucy Davis, Jamie Carragher. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been thoroughly enjoyable. So we can't, we can't knock it at all. And like I say, it's not, it can never be a money-making endeavor. I don't think, but. No. Well, you never know. Maybe yeah, you never Rogan, know. I mean, if Joe Rogan could do it then. Come on. Well, this is it. This is it. He just needs to spread that pie a little bit more. That sounded disgusting. I didn't mean it the same. <laughs> that sounds... You've got to look at the whole pie. you got to look at the whole pie. <laughs> you seriously need to have some kind of klaxon, so every time someone does an office quote, they just go, bang, every time. Oh, it, I like it'd that. Be non, it'd be non-stop. Yeah. That'd be the problem. Times... But it, it, it would be funny, though. I think it would be funny. Oh. Or... <laughs> Or the, the office gong. <laughs> yeah, an office gong or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Look, guys, we're, we're conscious that we're taking up a lot of your time. And uh, no, it's been really fun. Uh, it really has. It's been really, nice to be the other side really for a change. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and look, we'll 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 give yourselves a chance to shout out everything. Obviously, you do if you want to shout out your socials and everything. We'll do it obviously through social. Go on, then, Neil. Yeah. This is normally your job. Off <laughs> you go, sunshine. A little swig of drink. No. It's wet in the whistle. <laughs> Did he miss your mouth? That's what she said. <laughs> you can find That's us real. on social medias. Come and give us a click. We are under WTAF This Country. You can email us at WTAF This Country at hotmail.com. Come to our webpage at WTAFpodcast.com. Oh, my God. It's like you've done that for like 130 <laughs> episodes. That was amazing. That's the best you've ever done it. I'm saying it in my fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How many takes does it? It normally takes us four at least for me to get the social media right. I can't I just keep getting it wrong. Uh, Neil's, Neil, Neil is good at it. I must admit, he, he, he like has the, a couple of times where he wobbles, but fair play to him. Like the guy that's at the end of the car adverts. That's just it. Like reading out, reading out the small, the that's small my print. new job. Yeah, just the small print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I must admit, I do enjoy doing podcast crossovers because we've done one with uh, the fingers on buzzers girls mm. um which is jenny ryan who's the vixen in the chase of the uh, did, on the chase haven't you got something coming up with them or just had a quiz or something we yeah we did a we did a this country quiz um and spoilers we had um 
obviously the vixen we had lucy porter uh, a stand-up comedian and the producer of their podcast which is a, a quiz based podcast because obviously jenny mm. ryan from the quiz and neil won neil beat them all yeah, Aww. I love that. Neil beat them all. Screw the chase. Yeah, he he absolutely well he didn't have he won by two points, but you know it, it was, you know, screw you and screw blockbusters. <laughs> he was amazing. It was funny though, because when we finished, Jenny Ryan said, Well look, let's just get a shoe. I'm gonna throw it over the house. <laughs> and and that's then that's it. That's the that's the proper quiz. Yeah, that's the real quiz. But we said no, unfortunately. So Neil will then be going on to the champion of champions now, which we'll be doing in a few weeks' time. So yeah. you know, that's that's one thing, because I'm I'm the quiz master on a Sunday for our office quiz. And just watching back a, a few little bits and bobs before this, one thing I noticed was I'd use that as a question. I'd use that as a question. <laughs> and I think to myself earlier, I'm going to ask this. What does Len spend the five pounds that he finds when Kerry's doing a random act of kindness? What does he plan to spend it on? Chris. It is Chris. Chris. He, knows, <laughs> he knows his stuff. It is. But I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a sneaky question because that's from a deleted scene, that is. That's that's a Ooh. sneaky question. I'll tell you what, uh, the dump dump gangers would rip you to shreds if you asked. So <laughs> they they know it. They know it anyway. But it is legitimate. It is legitimate. Yeah, yeah. But it's um yeah. It's I do like doing a good quiz, and um, Neil did us proud on that day. He really did. I didn't think he'd win. I must admit, but he, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody like Jenny Ryan who has no. Like, ability to memorize everything straight away so he's got to go through it all again now like i say with with three three this country fans <laughs> it's going to be interesting but we're going on theirs aren't we Next we're week? going on the the yeah jenny's podcast on monday i think yeah that's yeah, it's, it's just the general knowledge so yeah well it's the, they just talk about quiz and they they have quizzes but they talk about like quiz in general and just um so we've had all three of them on uh, as separate guests. Then we did the quiz with them and they very kindly asked us onto their podcast. So that's, that's very nice. Well, yeah. Love that. Love that. Yeah, it's all we'll good. Give it, we'll give it some plugs and uh, yeah, get those out. I think that'd be good. I'd like awesome. to, I'm going to live that listen. That sounds awesome. Love, uh, love a good quiz. You're always welcome to join us if you fancy. Uh, it's it's not strictly the will, office. It's uh, may a little well general do. knowledge, a little bit of current affairs on a Sunday night. Yeah, if you're ever. Yeah. Um, what time uh, do you normally do it then? Uh, once me and Steve have tucked our children into bed. Drinks at eight, quiz at eight. All right, okay. Yeah. Drink, oh, yeah. Drinks, at eight, drinks at eight, though, yeah? Drinks at eight. Yeah, okay. We have some nice little office, uh, office-ism sort of in between the rounds. So, um, like, for example, you get points if you have a different drink for every different round, different drinks, different needs and all that. Um, what else is there? Blockbusters. We, blockbusters, yeah, we actually do a blockbusters round. the Neil of Fortune. Spin the Neil of Fortune. Um, well, hey. Yeah, we've got <laughs> we've got uh, a few Twitter sort of social media games as well. So we play Get Their Attention, which is quite good. Um, and uh, yeah, there's there's a few other sort of things in between that we'll we'll do. It's it's generally just there's a, been a, a rate laugh, up don't there. we? There's been a rate up there. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, feel feel free. The more the merrier. Come yeah, on, come on. Awesome. Yeah, as they Thank say. You very much. Thank but you. we really really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, look, we love we love what you guys do. We love the show as well. That helps. So um, I think awesome. We hope to hope to speak to you again. Hope to get that pub tour pub crawl. Absolutely, we'll let oh, you know. Yeah. This yeah. time next year, we could be millionaires. <laughs> 
shapes in rain <laughs> north leach cheers guys thank you so much for having us no, no problem at all absolute see pleasure cheers bye-bye what a bunch of bloody good blokes yeah bloody Trump good Trump blokes lads. big fan of that i was uh yeah what uh what an insight into to podcasting as well and the kind of you know our realm yeah it's a lot good of to behind get, the curtain good to get another kind of insight as to i mean obviously they're essentially exactly the same as us just <laughs> with a, di- a different show so it's it's great to get the insight it's good to know that they have the same kind of experiences that we have we're yeah. not we're not sort of outliers and we're the weirdos you know i mean we're all weirdos but we're not we're weirdos overly. together yeah so different weirdos for different <laughs> needs so to speak i think yeah podcasting's become a bit of a you know there's potential to be like oh yes i'm a i'm a broadcaster oh, a bit like that no. which we're never gonna we're never gonna go down that route but so uh, you know hopefully people are interested in finding out what it's like to to do this stuff um and i know they said it's not about making money but i bloody love to make some money steve <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice, oh. wouldn't it? So let's get that Kofi advert rolling. They, they do call us the uh, the Joe Rogans of the UK. So well, you know. this is true. Which one's Joe? Which one's Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> Hundred million. That is crazy money, isn't it? Crazy it's money. Silly money. Yeah, I mean, I was I was said ninety, but <laughs> but genuinely good show. Please do go check them out. Uh, follow them on Twitter. Give them some love. Make sure you say hello and. Uh, maybe someday soon when we're all allowed out again we'll end up on a pop crawl either around the Cotswolds or around Surrey <laughs> whichever one is of, of, of interest um, different pub calls for different counties got it in twice <laughs> madness I keep, saying it. I keep saying it yeah terrible um, anything you'd like to add anything um, to send us out Nothing major. Keeping the Nothing. keep the nation, you know, positive. Oh, don't don't trust me with that. Um, oh, no, no, really, just you know. go go back and listen to our episodes, maybe more than once. You know, two or three times. They're layered, so you know, <laughs> you, you get something new every time. It's the way they were recorded. Yeah, that is true. It was Genuinely. it was intentional. Yeah, hundred percent. But please do, as always, you've heard it there from you know someone else two new divs to back it up we do love interacting with you guys we do love your comments your feedback rates reviews subscribes tell your friends all of that all of them put loads um yeah just just get in touch you know we love to hear from you we want to build our own our own community our own facebook mm-hmm. gang the what the actual fuckers i think the guys they i hear them say a couple of times when they're when they're intro in theirs <laughs> what will ours be called the out of offices um, is that a bit too i think that's something we need to put out there to the listeners yeah what do you want we to be need to, what what should we call our our groupies malcolm and dennis <laughs> <laughs> just the two of them that's not far off <laughs> uh yeah well send them in and we'll see what you got coming up steve what's your week look like um very Please. busy yeah very very busy um it's more of these really more of these isn't it yeah opportunities me too i might venture out in the car this week that sounds good Ooh. gotta remember how to drive that'd be interesting mm-hmm. um yeah people are driving like dickheads at the minute that's one one thing i'll say 
Have you noticed that, have you? Hey, have you noticed? Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, well, don't do that. Been cancelled now. Oh, shame. Um, um, yeah, because I'm driving to work now rather than getting the train. Um, I mean, six weeks ago, it was a dream. Fly to work, no one on the road. Fly out uh, driving. Actually fly. <laughs> um, but every, but, He's uh, got a good car. <laughs> <laughs> every, everything's back to just there it was. And people, people, you get more people each day that are going back to work that obviously haven't worked. And they're probably in the same situation. Like when you go to school after six weeks and you can't, you've forgotten how to write. It's a bit yeah. like that. People have forgotten, forgotten how to drive. Yeah, just so, flying over roundabouts, not looking. Yeah, yeah. No, I can just, imagine. Earlier, I was going along a, a, a single carriageway road, and there was a black BMW, no, a black Mercedes, came absolutely caning, just driving down the middle of the two lanes. Ah, just that's a shame. I was, I was, I was going the opposite way, so I didn't see like where they ended up. But I'm like, this, this is like a half a mile road. <laughs> Where, where are you going? You're not overtaking anyone. <laughs> if you were that driver in the Mercedes in the Midlands <laughs> earlier on today, uh, give us a shout. Are you still alive? Uh, where we ended up? <laughs> Why were you in such a rush? Um, yeah, send, send them in. <laughs> well, at the risk of sounding like an idiot, uh, I'm not going to say anything about Mercedes drivers. Not going to slag them off, but slagging you off. We're all thinking it, aren't we? Um, right. Well. It's been another good episode, another solid one in the bag. Thanks again to the boys from What the Actual Fuck of This Country podcast. Please do, as you say, go and give them a shout. And uh, we'll all be seeing you soon. See you soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye.